Right. Right. What have we got? Here we go. Coming up this week. This week's pod play is called Seen and Not Heard by Laura Shoebottom. But before we get to that, maybe this is the first time you're dropping by. Maybe this is the first pod play you've discovered. You've got 30 others, 29, sorry, others to go and listen to as of round about Christmas 2023. So we plan to make tons more of these. And if you want us to make a pod play out of something maybe you've written, then that is entirely a possibility. But we need to read it first. So why don't you go over to the website and send in your little bits of new writing, your scratch work, your work in progress. We might like it. We might think this would make a wicked little pod play. So you can do that via the website, thescenepodcast.co.uk. But for now, let's listen to Seen and Not Heard by Laura Shoebottom. And it is about the following. Ooh, it's a bit of a cryptic, mysterious summary for this play. Um, It simply says... Will Alice's musings lead her to finally reach out and connect to another human being in the lonely old city she moves through each day? I think we can all relate to that. Anyone that spent any time living in a big city, this one's for you. Good morning, Monday, and a massive fuck you to you two. Some people start their day with meditation. I start mine with sarcasm. Oh, Siri, thank you so much for not waking me up on time again, you overpriced piece of shit. Sorry, I didn't quite get that. Thank you for... Sorry, sorry, I didn't quite get... Sorry. Waking me up on... Sorry, I didn't quite get that. Wake me up. Alarm, Siri. Sorry, I didn't quite get that. It's like they were designed to break after two years. Oh, and before I forget, thank you, neighbours, for having a shouting match outside the window at gone midnight. Really helpful. I've got to be up at half five in the morning. Yeah, cheers for that. It's not so much the shouting, I mind, and more the um, ferocious shagging that comes afterwards. Oh, and of course, we can't forget all the lovely commuters on my tube journey into work. Yes, I am talking to you, headphones. Play Uptown Funk. One more time, and I will uptown fuck you up, okay? Oh, and then there's just-in-case Packer, who always brings 15 bags with her to work. And then there's Fight Lady, who literally starts fights in the middle of the carriage. I've honestly started bringing popcorn. She is that entertaining. Today, she's convinced that some lady has stepped on her foot. She hasn't. Everyone braces themselves to kick off. This one's going to be epic. Fight Lady gives the death stare and says, Can you move down? And instead of just moving down, this other woman says, Um, to where? And everyone is speechless. I mean, no one can believe it. People don't actually talk on the tube, you know? Everyone in the carriage is silently cheering and whooping and waving their banners in support of the woman who is saying what everyone is always thinking. And Fight Lady can't believe what she's just heard. Her lipstick is shriveling around her mouth and she purses her lips in disgust. How How dare dare you, she's thinking. How dare you insult me by being reasonable. She has to come back with something. I mean, surely she's not going to just let that slide. (laughs) But no. She's got nothing. Ironclad logic has stumped her And all she can do 
is slump into the backpack of the person next to her and recover from the overwhelming embarrassment. Can you tell I don't get out much? Oh, and speaking of getting out, everyone's decided that London Bridge very much isn't their stop, and I've managed to wedge myself right at the back of the carriage, the exact opposite of where I need to be. And so begins the ever so intricate, sorry, excuse me, sorry, dance we all do when the tube is packed and you need to get off before the doors slam in your face. Or if you're me, your knee, your shin, and then your ankle because some little cherub decided it was a good idea to push in front of you right at the last minute. Thank you so much for that. Hobbling as fast as I can off the tube and up the escalator, I see one, two, three, four people who have the utter audacity to stand on the left hand side <laughs> don't know if you guys know but you have to you know move <laughs> on the left hand side what's that oh you don't care right no i'll just stand in like a lemon then no it's fine you carry on not like i'm late or anything you think that would be it wouldn't you oh no not even close once I finally get off the tube, I have to get through the crowd of people who need to be in work at nine, but they can get there by walking at 0.5 miles an hour. So I have to weave, which is harder than you think when the buggers keep pushing in front of you at the last minute. I carry on weaving until I get through the front doors, up the elevator, into the morning meeting, only to be told after making a flippant joke that sarcasm really doesn't suit you, Alice. Well, I'm sorry, Carol, but the only reason I'm sarcastic is to deal with people like you. Oh, and by the way, if you could answer that email I sent you a week ago, that would be just great. Thanks. And with that, I shuffle off to my desk, wondering how on earth she earns more than me. Oh, and I realise as I sit down that I've not let Mum know I've made it in safe. And I've got the full remit of text this morning. My mum's got a unique system for checking in. She starts off subtle. Hello, love. Just checking you got to work, okay? Give me a bell. Love, mum. But fail to answer within ten minutes. Love, let me know you got in, okay? Worried about you. And finally. Right, I've rung all the local hospitals and you're not there. If you can be bothered, then give me a call. She's not yet worked out that if I'm caught with my phone out at my desk, then I won't have a job to worry about. I look around to see if I can sneak off to the loo and answer and... And there's Lily. <laughs> Beautiful, smart, funny Lily, who is looking gorgeous in her new pinstripe suit. But I'm glad she doesn't work on my floor because I would never get any work done. She saunters past, just oozing sass and sophistication. She's off to the weekly board meeting, which is fast becoming my favourite time of the week. She, she smiles at me. She never does that. And I am this close, as I am every week, to just springing up from my office chair and shouting across the floor, Coffee! Sorry, I mean, would you like to go for a coffee with me? Every week, the words never quite make it out. And every week, I contemplate the cruel irony that I talk to people for a living. I don't even know if she likes me. 
but I do know that I like her. Half the office know, and they think it's really funny to whisper... Go on, get in. ...from behind me every time I try and talk to her. Not helpful, not discreet, and could the ground please swallow me up now? Mum isn't a big fan of the idea of me dating a colleague. Oh, office, office relationships, she says. You, you want, want to be careful, to be careful with, them. with them. Why? You should never mix work and pleasure. Okay, Mum. One, she doesn't work on my floor. Two, she barely even knows my name. And three, even if it did go tits up, I'd just fucking move. God, we all know it's cheaper to commute from Spain to London anyway. And besides, it doesn't matter because up until now, she barely even knew I existed. I'm just that odd woman on the fifth floor who smiles a lot and is overly sarcastic. Hmm. Well, I'd leave it anyway. Why is that? Well... Hang on. It's just that... She's not. You are a bit... <laughs> she did. Scatty. Sorry, Mother? You flit, darling. What? You always have. You never stick to one thing longer than a month or so. And? It's not what you'd call relationship material. So, wait, you're saying I'm not good enough? I'm just saying maybe you should work on it. Wow. Thanks for the confidence boost, Mum. Is there anything else I should know? Any other criticisms you've been keeping locked away in there? She instantly hops in the defensive. I knew you'd take it the wrong way. That's why I never said anything. Well, how do you think I'd take it, Mum? Because what you're really saying is that I'm not good enough for a relationship with anyone. I'm not going to talk to you when you're like this, Alice. Come and speak to me once you've calmed down. Calm down? Why should I be calm? You're the one in the wrong here. You don't just drop something like that on me and expect me to be okay with it. But she's gone before the words can reach her and I'm left on my own wondering is she right? And if she is how long has this been going on? What other things have I managed to fuck up because I've just not stuck to them? How many friendships have I ruined? How many jobs? Relationships? Wow, it really is um, shit knowing your mum thinks that way about you. It's guilt mixed with disappointment and rage. And I'm not quite sure what to do with it. Truth is, I don't know. So I sit for a bit and let the feelings tick over. My stomach starts to feel a bit churny, like it wants to throw up but it can't quite decide when to do it. I don't say goodbye, I just head home. The tube is packed and just in case has mulled her way onto the carriage. Oh God, she's heading for the seat next to me. Don't sit down, don't sit down. Never don't sit any room on these, is there? Mm, I wonder why. Sorry? Nothing. I've just come from Covent Garden. It's like a circus out there. I don't know how folk do this every day. I really don't. Sorry, this is my stop. Have a good one. Oh, weirdo. I mean, come on. Who gets on the tube and thinks, today I'm just going to talk to a random stranger? You know they've got conversation starters on buses now to encourage people to talk to each other. But some people don't talk. They just force their opinions down your throat and you're expected to listen. I'm not being funny, but what if... People don't want to talk. You know, what if 
people have had a hard day and they just want some peace and quiet. What if that bus journey is the only time they have to themselves every day? But then I guess, you know, what's the alternative, right? Icy glares from strangers for taking the last seat on the tube. Passive-aggressive comments because you've accidentally bumped into someone. It's weird, isn't it? We have so many platforms to use our voice, but we don't say anything at all. It's all hidden behind screens and stares. No one actually says what they feel. You're just expected to know. But how can you know unless you're told? Fuck. Fuck. I need to tell her. I spend the rest of that evening practicing what I want to say in front of the bathroom mirror. Okay. Lily, I want you to go out with me. No, no, too, too demanding. Lily, please will you go out with me? No, too desperate. Okay, Lily, would you do me the... God, woman, listen to yourself. I don't want to tell you how long this went on for, but eventually I managed to scrabble some semi-decent words together and commit them to memory, ready for Monday. Big day. Best clothes on, hair on point, and kitten heels on so I don't make a twat of myself. The tube day doesn't seem too bad today. Even Fight Lady seems to be cheerful. I don't feel enraged going up the escalators and people seem to be moving fairly swiftly. This is it. Today is going to be a good day. I fly through the front doors, bounce my way up the stairs because I'm too excited for the lift. I get to the fifth floor and she's there. Beautiful as ever, only as I get closer I can tell she's been crying. Quite a lot by the looks of it. Are you okay? I wasn't sure what to do, but then, do you want to talk about it? Seen and Not Heard by Laura Shoebottom starred Maya Collins as Alice, Adira Ndajuba as Justin Case Lady, Catherine Lee as Fight Lady, and Joan Potter as mum. The sound design, yep, you've guessed it, was by the fabulous team at Jano Media. It was produced by Jano Media in association with Get Over It Productions. Our season jingle is by Emma McGrath, who you can find on the internet at emmamcgrath.co.uk. You can also find us on the internet at thescenepodcast.co.uk. There you will find a submission form, so if you're a writer and you've got a piece of writing that you think might make a nice little dinky pop play like this one, then you can send that in to us and we will gobble that up and maybe make it into a pop play for season four coming well I don't want to commit to anything coming soon thank you and good night